fucking dating and love seek treatment if you're boring as fun seek treatment if you're unlucky and love seek treatment if you just can't take a hit we'll seek treatment with cat and pat three it's Two. a cat this time okay, one keep this in Hey, three. Okay, it's three, three, two, two, one. Blast hey. off! Hey, okay. blast wait, off! Wait, wait, Let's start saying wait. blast off instead of hey. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Three, three, two, two, one, one. one. Blast, blast off! off. This oh, is Pat. So and this yeah. is Patrick Regan, and this is Seek Treatment, a podcast about boys, sex, fucking, dating, and love. Sometimes I just say, sometimes I just say my um my present progressives like how Whitney Port does, which is to say like fucking, uh, dating, uh, and love. Oh, give you an extra sort of uh on the g. Yeah, wait, what is your announce? What is your My announcement? My announcement is that I'm winning the New York's Dumbest Horror Award. And oh, I'm my so God. I'm so Huge excited. congrats. I'm- and it wasn't easy. All I had to do was forget to bring the right amount of birth control for my sexy European getaway and actually stop taking my birth control for the entire so I, i'm not i don't have sex the entire summer because i'm away from bry and then of course yeah. the last week when he comes is exactly when i run out of my birth control oh and my so God. we just played that dangerous dangerous game which i would never endorse which is pull it out don't come in me and it turns him on so much and i'm like don't come in me you can't come in me so yeah he we didn't want pat- well we did we, we, we used a condom once but then it was like i love to suck i think that's fun it was horny. It felt like old times. That's like what I prefer in porn over bareback. Can you believe that? Wow, that's cool. I think I sexualized them as a child. I think for some reason I sexualized condoms as, condoms as a child. Well, condoms are inherently and... sexual, so that's not a crazy thing. Yeah, to do. exactly. Honey bear. Oh, My oh, little honey bear yeah. boy. Um, well, you know, it's so time... funny. Oh, sorry, go on. Um, I was going to ask you an amazing story that one time um, at a construction site near my house, um, me and my friend found a condom and it, <laughs> we poked it with sticks and stuff like that. <laughs> it was an amazing way to pass up. It was an amazing way to pass up. I, I can't stress this enough. A couple afternoons kind of poking the condom with a stick and seeing what would happen. <laughs> oh my God. Don't you miss? Don't you miss when the mystery of sexuality offered itself to you? Yeah. There's no totally. mystery. There's really no, there's mystery, no mystery. There's no there's no construction site with a condom to poke with a stick anymore. <laughs> there might be that, but we wouldn't need to poke it for a whole afternoon. We would know exactly. We know exactly fact, what it was. <laughs> <laughs> if we saw a condom on a construction site, we'd know what it was. That's how fucking hot what? and sexy we are. <laughs> that's how uh, that's how sex in the city we are. That's how <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw, that's how modern woman we are we know what goes in condoms when, when a carrie or a samantha walks through a construction site she doesn't poke a condom with a stick off her because she knows what it is oh my god i'm getting so aroused i'm gonna have to go relieve myself aka rub my clitoris yeah um pat though we stayed so after i spoke to you last we stayed the best part of greece was santorini it was the most beautiful place i've ever seen and we yeah. stayed in the most sexual hotel room you've ever thought oh. of in your life. Let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about it. Yeah. It is an old 
wine cellar they renovated so it's basically the rooms are basically first of all the room was huge it's like three times bigger than my apartment it's this massive cave massive cave the bed is on like this platform and it's like there are holes in the floor where you can see through with glass to where they used to stomp the wine and it's like these big showers like built into the walls and then there's a private first of all private pool in the front little private pool with a table for breakfast and then I'll never I'll never forget this moment we're looking around. And we're like, oh my god, this is so amazing. This is unreal. We're like gasping, gasping, gasping. I'm saying, oh, is this a closet? I open it. Private hot tub room. No, illegal. It was the sex we had in that room. Like, I had not been feeling very sexual. Like, I wasn't. Did I you know, have I, it in the hot tub for once? We had it everywhere. We had it in the hot tub, in the private pool, outside on the chair. Wait, a private pool. So rooms were having pools. Rooms were having. Like a, like small pool, like a small pool. That's crazy for a room to have. It was so crazy. And it had like, and then the best part was you could like fill out this breakfast form and then she would come and put the breakfast on your outside table and we would eat naked breakfast. And just like, we did this Ooh, really I kinky like thing. I knew you wouldn't, but it was kinky. Yeah. I, I, I was eating after our sex and then Brian was- Is it like, interesting that I can't eat? Isn't it, is it interesting that I can't eat when I'm abroad? Sorry to interrupt. You can't Wait, eat abroad. Well, um, I, I found that I could eat a bra. I think you'd get you'd get over it after a few more days. Maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't. It's definitely a different flavor of food. Yeah, it skews me out over there. <laughs> Stop saying that, <laughs> <laughs> babe. You sound uncool, babe. You sound babe, uncultured. Baby, baby, you're sounding uncouth. uncouth. I'll always, I'll always remember learning the word uncouth when I was literally I twenty right. years old. Um, it means like kind of bad manners and sort of yeah, like it's uncouth to say that the food in Europe skeeves you out. <laughs> totally, that's very uncouth. And when I learned <laughs> the word uncouth, it was when I was working at a, at a summer camp, and the girl <laughs> said that she they gave little milks out with lunch, and this girl would but you know what it's like when it's a little milk carton, like a personal pan milk carton, personal you know, pan personal pan milk carton, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how you just open the carton and drink it from the carton? That's how they're meant to be consumed. Yeah, it's natural. This, this natural young woman, way. it's natural to do that. This young woman, who actually really love and respect, would pour it into a cup. And I would say, oh. that's so interesting that you do that. And she would say, well, I just think it's uncouth to drink from mm. a milk carton. And I would say, tell me more about this word. I'm obsessed with this word you well, chose. Let me, ask you, let me ask you, I think what everyone's thinking is, why were you drinking out of a milk carton at age 20? Well, I wasn't actually even milk for babies of... who go goo goo gaga on a bottle and nipple, bitch. I know. I actually <laughs> milk wasn't... is a food for babies. Well, it was a classic thing of like working at a camp and they would put out milk, but the milk would be like literally expired like a week ago. So, like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? You know, like, yeah. like it was that. But I didn't drink it. I would have a little thing they call bug juice. Just kidding. I'd have water sometimes. It doesn't come in a jar. Now I have a question. No, I have a story of why I'm the stupidest whore in America, which is that. You think you're I in the running for the award? You think you're in the running for the award? Yeah. And you're the biggest whore? <laughs> wait till you hear how big of a whore I am. This morning, I filled, I spilled the famous drink water on myself. <laughs> what do you think you're on a wet the- t-shirt contest? Yeah, they have a wet t-shirt contest. The way I'm spilling a- this famous drink on myself. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's famous as a drink, not as something to be spilled on yourself. Uh, and do you think water is more famous as a drink or like a substance <laughs> for swimming in? 
What's water um, more famous for? <laughs> I think it's the most famous for being a substance to to drink. I think that's I think water's mm. marquee use is drinking it. <laughs> I don't know if I agree. Um, I've, having just swum in a bunch of it, having just swum in a whole bucket of it. Totally, totally. Oh my gosh, I've been. I finally sunk my teeth after seeing your your tweets. I finally oh sunk my, my teeth. Oh my god! I finally sunk my Pat. teeth into something I was I actually feel like I'm gonna levitate off my chair because because it is the great it is the craziest I've ever felt watching TV. So crazy! Even like the first like right from the beginning, like <laughs> my favorite. It's like there's so. Can we tell much them what we're talking about or no? Oh yeah, selling. Oh yes, selling Orange County, California. We're talking about the new the spinoff, the Selling Sunset spinoff series, Selling the OC, which I discovered in my romantic Grecian hotel room, and I can tell you the vacation got ten times better as soon as we discovered that show and realized we had that to come back to in between activities. Um. Yes, it's so good. I the first the when the twins come on the first. His first line, one of the twins, he comes in, they come into the office and Polly, the British woman goes, how is your journey down? And they're like, what? And he's like, she's like, how's your journey down? And he was like, sometimes I can't understand you. And then yeah. they just like, they see him answer the question. That's how you are. That's how you're being. You say you can't eat food in Europe. You are being yeah. the twins, which is of course your I dream. wish I could eat food in Europe. I wish, I wish, I wish. By the way, I fucking hate Polly. Oh, I like her so far. You you won't. Are you on Rose and Jarvitz's team? Are you on Team Rose and Jarvitz? What is wrong with There's something deeply wrong with Jarvitz to the point that she's not a real person. I know she's literally like ex machina vibes. Like she's full. Like if you turn her face off, it'd be robot. She's the tall one, right? Yeah, she's the statuesque beauty. Yeah. Yeah. She is something else. I think I might be on her team but i'm not sure i'm 100 on her team i'm on i'm i was very you'll see what happens during the course of the season but i'm firmly on team rose jarvis and ready for it even geo oh yeah yeah i i I'm was really team on, geo i was being on geo's team when he got in that little tiff in the beach with um alex hall i mean alex hall reminds how would you even describe her she is such an amazing character i've never seen anything I really, like it i so i did see the text i sent you of like a quote like she was getting ready for she was having a pizza she was having a pizza party and like she's just talking to someone and she goes normally pizza is round but <laughs> not in my family <laughs> she made a square pizza i was like okay cool <laughs> amazing the, the amazing show, family secret the, amazing family so secret i want to be open about this so i finished the entire series yesterday on the plane home and there is an interaction in the last episode which you i cannot wait for you to see oh i'm so the, the whole show as i was watching i was just like there's so many lines that pat's gonna pick out and like be obsessed with because the things, yeah nothing they say really makes any sense at all and they're actually not fighting about anything in particular but they're all, Brian described it well. He described it as like they were worried the show wasn't going to have enough drama. So anything that like could be drama, they like really, really dive in and they like get so yeah, yeah. worked up. That's so good. Um, but it does somehow feel like real. Like sometimes like even with like a, I hate this. I, I celebrate everyone's work, but even with like a Christine Quinn, sometimes it's like you don't actually care about this like you're just yeah. being on a show like it's not interesting to watch someone it's a classic what I call a Lisa Rinna approach to like being on television which is when it's like we all know you you literally don't care about this like you're just wanting to <laughs> shout like it's not interesting to see someone who just wants to shout like with Selling OC they're actually not suffering from Lisa Rinna syndrome where like they do 
even though the drama is manufactured, they do for some reason, they're able to get themselves to really genuinely care about it, it seems. And so that's cool. I don't but, know um, if I, I feel like Rose doesn't really care. Well, Rose doesn't necessarily know when or where she is at any point. <laughs> Like, you like watch her get a sentence out and you're like good good you can do it you can yeah. do it you can do it it's like there's so many conversations of like rose and jarvis just standing by a pool and it's like they're reading cue cards and say like, after all we are the best agents in the office we're totally like, the where best are the agents seagulls? in the office where are the eagles and they're the everyone they're the scum i hate to say it but everyone in the office probably is jealous of us they might be jealous of us don't you think i do think yeah that's pretty right i'm so glad i'm partners with you i love working with you everyone's yeah, jealous that we like, work with each really, other like, they're like socially distanced like they're standing like exactly six feet yeah. apart, like not moving their arms <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. it's so interesting maybe one of them has co just... and that's why they're being the way they're being yeah one of them definitely has care oh my god this um, this gorgeous twink next to me on the plane had so much COVID in his system it was incredible um he was just absolutely... hey, how did you know Oh, just coughing, just, saying, just coughing, like just, coughing, to be on, just to be on a plane with someone who's not wearing a mask and just actively coughing all over you and your your sexual partner and then like just coughing in such an intense way that like it took everything in me not to say something coughing so full of covid so bright and bursting full of covid and yeah. then they, they were also we have to admit it was so beautiful they were taking pictures of the sunset which that was really sweet but like the whole flight that is crazy I've never doesn't it warm your heart a little bit one time, I saw someone, one, oh, one time I saw someone tweet this, one time I saw someone tweet this, I didn't see them tweet it, but I saw them, I saw the tweet. And so from seeing the tweet, <laughs> I, Fuck. from seeing the tweet, I was able to surmise that they had tweeted it. And, <laughs> Unless and they're Jen Shaw, in which case her team runs her account and that wasn't her, like, yeah. it was her team. <laughs> uh, I forget who it was, and I actually think it might not even have been someone I knew that I think was retweeted onto my TL, if you believe. But someone said, if you think we don't need poetry, why don't you try taking a picture of the sunset and seeing if it conveys wow. the beauty? Wow, I was like, oh, you thought you did something there. You you <laughs> I guess what? Did they did. There. I'm I obsessed know, with that, that popping up on your TL in particular because you couldn't give less of a fuck about everything in that sentence. I think it was retweeted onto my TL by um, this person that I followed like back in 20... I'm going to go ahead and throw out the number 14, 2014. Wow, that was when we were infantile. Yeah, it was an infant baby slept. And I am... In running for your biggest tour. Which we will accomplish and we will be holding come spring. We should do a pageant called New New York's Biggest Tour. Remember, you can nominate yourself for not bringing enough birth control to Europe or for pouring the drink water on yourself by accident. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to be nominated for New York's Biggest Horse, send us a message with why you're nominating yourself and tweet it at us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when, in 2014, I became obsessed with this person called Tristan, who I'd never met. I still don't know what his deal is. He was in That's San the most Francisco. 2014 thing I've ever heard of my my not my tl but my l I'm right. I yeah he tweeted the fun he's very sort of like almost borderline goth i forget how i found him he's almost borderline <laughs> goth and he like i don't know his last name he's kind of a poet and he kind of but he's like funny poet and but not like but like not funny poet like he doesn't do a comedy like just he makes me he'll be you and go haha that's kind of funny and he likes to get choked he would always tweet about he loved to be choked 
And anyways, and I think you didn't, he already, and you didn't necessarily see him tweet that, but you could surmise. I could surmise that, that he, he was loved to be choked. So anyways, shout out to that person. I think he's been my crush week on this podcast, like back in early days. Early days in it, love. Early days. Oh my God. Speaking of early days, did you watch the absolutely insane Luca Bish, Gemma girlfriend video? No. Do you know that I, you know, I still haven't finished that season because... Oh. It's well, just so really hard, especially because I know now, like, who's still friends and stuff. Like, there's no reason. Yeah, don't, hey, look at me. Don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up about it. It's completely yeah, yeah. normal. Do people like Luca? I hate, I'm so No, I fucking hate Luca. Like, yeah. It's so annoying. And he yeah. made this, like, demented video of him asking Gemma to be his girlfriend where she, like, she, like, crouches down and opens this, like, Cartier box. And it's, like, there's, like, a drone. And he writes, like, I think, he's, I think it says, be my girlfriend in, out of balloons in a pool. What the? In a, do you do you want that? No, wait. So she opens the box. There's a drone in the box. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. There's just like it's like drone shots of her like opening a Cartier box. And there's a pool in the box. There's a pool. There's, the a, there's a whole pool in the box, <laughs> and Luca's swimming in it. I um. What were you saying before that? Oh, selling um, selling Lucy. I mean, the situation, oh, I need you to watch more because there, it just like, it gets so crazy so quickly. I'm really excited and I can't talk to you about it fully until, there's someone, I know there's a fan of the pod who literally works, who pretty, I think is a producer on the show. Oh, wow. And That's I know we're, we're, I'm really connected to them on social, I feel. So I, I know they, that they're listening. I want to say, hey, and I want you to come tell us more. And they should set us up with um, a lunch with Rose and Jarvis. We are for the Rose and Jarvis of podcasting. I know, literally. <laughs> uh, we actually are. <laughs> What's funny is that we literally are. What's funny is that we literally are. <laughs> I'm dying. And everyone thinks, everyone thinks, but soon yeah, they'll all thinks, come to the Rose and Jarvis side because we're eagles and we're realtors. <laughs> Eagle, we're eagles first, realtors second, podcasters seventh or eighth, <laughs> depending on our moods. Um, yeah, I guess, for, guess you know, I'm going to get today. This is a very kind of gay person who, you know, exists in the city thing to I'm do. I'm so tired in a way that like my mind isn't, my body isn't, but everything is. I'm going to get fitted for, um. Oh, for your, a, your Met Gala. Store for my Met Gala. The, it's basically the Met Gala of TV and I am going to the Emmy Awards, which I'm kind of excited it's about. It's so fucking it'll, cool. It'll give me something to post, which is good to have. <laughs> and, um. I'm excited to get fitted. Paul Smith. Slay. I'm actually about to go to a fitting myself in about. In oh, yeah, you are. We're both about to be fitted. I'm shooting a movie. I'm about to shoot a movie. Start- Where? I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, all of September, I'll be here shooting an indie movie. And I got back last night. I just feel really, I'm like, it was so, I didn't realize, I, I know I sound like a fucking idiot, but Greece is quite far from England. I have to share with the, the crowd. I had no idea of that. How so far it took are we along, the, the flight's like four hours. So okay. we flew That's back almost... and we immediately, like we slept for like one minute and then immediately got on a plane to New York. Um, and then we got, yeah, got back late yesterday. And now I'm, I woke up at, of course, 4.45, which is sexy. Walked oh, on the West cool, Side though. Highway. Oh my God, Catherine. Well, it's because I'm jet lagged. So basically, I just woke up at noon. I'm excited. This this forcing me to wake up at 8 a.m. That's gonna be just, it's gonna be a new chapter for me. It's gonna be I'm gonna keep it chapter. going. This is yeah. the start of something new. It feels so right to be here with you. And now, after all this time, I don't know the rest of the words, but you get it. 
yeah and even when i'm in la i'm gonna be waking up so early because it's oh crazy you're not you're gonna be basically up at night you're gonna be working basically vampire hours yeah i'm basically when do you go to alina either saturday the 10th or sunday the 11th um but probably i would like to go saturday the 10th because i can't stay that that long after the Emmys, so I, I, don't, I don't like to go to LA for one second. You know what I mean? No, that's a really good point. Do you think you'll fly yourself first class? Maybe on the way back, because I think because of work, I will have to like fully red eye back. I oh. would have just stayed that week and like traveled on the weekend because I don't like to do this flight of like a, the opposite direction. The opposite direction, famously being from LA to here, where <laughs> you lose literally three hours of your life that you'll never get back. Oh, you like time difference. You- like I, I could have when had like a whole other reality. When you land in New York and you've lost three hours, like that is rock bottom. That is your emotional rock bottom. And you hate. Where does that time go? And I'm speaking metaphysically. Like I'll be on my deathbed yeah. being like, show, I'm like, doctor, show me the lifetimes I could have lived had I never traveled in a different, to a different time zone. Yeah, exactly. So what about me? Uh, Think about me. Because I don't Coming like from do- another country. I know, but I know that's really sucking. Wait, yeah, because when you come from, when you come from London to here, you're gaining or losing. Oh, when you're coming from London here, you're becoming you're gaining so much life and vitality. Like I feel, yeah. I'm so vivacious today. I'm effervescent. Yeah, it's so a good. Bottle to of get. champagne bursting. That's why we need poetry. That's that why. is why. Take a picture of you a think, sunset. Take a picture of a, of a bottle of champagne bursting, and then tell me you don't need poetry. Um, <laughs> So then, you wait, know what oh, I think? Yes. I think when you burst a bottle of champagne, it reminds me of a dick going off. It reminds me of a dick wow. coming. That's why I like it so much. And that's why I like to spray it on all my hot babe friends. It's it's a very heavily used symbol, kind of like a champagne. It's pop society's then, favorite uh, symbol. It's society's favorite symbol. It's a champagne popping <laughs> being symbolic of phallic, of, of, dick. of phallic, of, of dick, dick and phallic. Of um, dick and phallic. Uh, our duo, oh, our duo name, Dick and Phallic. <laughs> hey, we're Dick and Phallic. We're gonna do a been improv comedy for you all. He has a suggestion of something phallic to get started. Cucumber. I heard cucumber. Okay. Oh my god. Hey, man. Hey, are you still making those big salads with those little cucumbers? Oh, I have to say, you know, you know, I do that improv show. We turn you gay sometimes, and mm-hmm. we did the other night. It was like OG people. It was like. Jeff Hiller was there and <clears throat> BSJ was in town, who's like so much fun to Bryce with. And we had the funnest show. Oh, I hate I to say it when it was so fun, but it was so fun. I was so funny and I was dead on oh. a door. I was dead on a doorstep dying from how funny I was being. Oh, I and wish I'd been the, there. And then guess who was in the audience, like and randomly like the front row? You oh my guess. God. Zachary Clinton and Gideon Glick of all people. Oh, I love them. And, and I thought that's not being so funny and they were watching and enjoying, like they would, you know, seek me out on social, like DM and be like, <laughs> hey, like I just want you to know I was at that random show last night. You're so funny. What is your deal? Like, please let me help you in your career. Like I need you to really be very successful. And I would say, thank you guys. Like, um, let's do a lunch or something and you can give me tips. But they never reached out. They didn't follow me, but... If they saw me on the street, I would like think they would think to themselves, oh, that person was funny that improv show I saw. I love both of them. I don't think Zachary Quinto is on Instagram. Who thinks you oh, think so that must be exactly why this That's exactly travesty why. is going on. That's now, such a fun show. I wish it? I could have been there. I've been gone for so long and I don't know if I'm happy to be back. 
Um, no, I think you are. I kind of got emotional at your Instagram post, but you're like, it's been an amazing summer. Oh, why'd you get emotional? Just like the, the idea of like being somewhere for a summer and then leaving is very emotional. It is. I mean, I was, I think anyone who does the fringe like knows there's such an emotional come down and I have been crying a lot this week. It's very intense. It's like, I just feel I'm, I'm never happier than when I'm there because it's like, I can only, I can focus on doing the thing I love more than anything in the world. And I don't think about anything else. I basically just like didn't respond to emails, didn't do anything. I was just waking up every day, thinking about how to make the show better, doing the show, hanging out with people who I love and respect, going to bed super late, having fun, doing it again. And I'm like, and it's just, I get sad because it's this magical place and it can't last forever because as we all know, what, here, here's, 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 what, here's what we all know. Here's what we all know. Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> here's what we know. Here's what we know. Why is it always um is it always or is it never and that's what woods are for for those moments in the woods but if life were made of moments uh even now and then about away but if life were made of moments oh then you never know you had one oh back to the church back to the child no one lives in the woods there are pla- there are pleasants there are shouldn'ts and shoots just is, there, is this a play? Is this a play? Is this a play song? Yeah, it's the reimagining of a song from a play. No, oh, I'm um, like on drugs right now. I don't feel very normal. I don't feel very normal. Someone's. <laughs> I don't feel very. Oh my normal. God, my voice. <clears throat> Someone's texting me saying, "Can you send styles of things you like to make the floating more time efficient?" But I don't have any styles. My whole thing, I just say, just classic. Is, just say classic, classic. Sexy. Oh, guess where I'm staying? I'm in Los Angeles. It's so sweet and nice. It's where I'm the staying. sexy, the sexy boys' apartment. Sexy boy Will Russ's apartment. Jesse Spano on Twitter's apartment. Um, <laughs> that's so I'm nice. So excited. Yeah, I love. Jesse um, no, Spano sorry. That is a song about Russ. how. That's a song about how, even though life is always or not and. It, it says lots of things. What it's saying to me right now is that, those moments are so great because they're not, always happening. And if they were always happening, they wouldn't feel like moments. So that's why having an amazing summer is a beautiful way of remembering you're alive and that your heart is going thump, 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 barella in your chest. Yes, but anyways. Why not so both instead? Here's I meant to, I meant to send, I need to play the Baker's Wife. I meant to send <clears throat> your neighbor, my manager, um, <laughs> Styles. To the title of play? Your neighbor, yeah, my, manager. my manager. That should be your, um, your Edinburgh show. That could that could be a play. That could be an Edinburgh show. That could also be a situation comedy on network television. Yeah. Your neighbor, my manager. Let's call the whole thing off. But um, <laughs> but I don't have a style. I like it. Just my whole thing I keep saying is I want to look one normal and two sexually <laughs> viable. That's my only requirement of clothes. I don't need them to be an artistic expression. I want them to allow me to go to a space and look completely normal there, but also like a sexual entity. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Sometimes I'm like, okay, do I want to look cool or hot? And that's two different things. Cool is like wearing a big, puffy, poofy, poofy. And sexy is like, can we just get my tits up towards my mouth so that I could swallow them in theory? (laughs) In orange theory. I never want to look cool ever, ever. It's like I do sometimes, but I have to be cool over it sometimes. All the dolls, now all the dolls are wearing these like enormous shorts. It's like, do you see these gays wearing these enormous shorts? I have, you know, I've been away, so I actually haven't noticed the gays wearing enormous shorts. I can't believe I've missed so much. I've never, I've only seen it IRL one time, but I've seen it on social media quite a few times. Well, people who live like people cool, like downtown gays, love to dress absolutely psychotic. 
Yeah, it's like, let me wear a bucket hat and like orange sunglasses. It's like, that's exactly what they're wearing. Not me. It's not me. I want to look normal and sexually viable. (laughs) Whenever I hear viable, now I think of my little egglets frozen in Midtown. Do you ever think of them? Um, think of me. Think of me. I don't. But do you know that one time when Tinsley Mortimer. (laughs) Wait, why is my computer not charging in the way that I'd like? I don't know. One time Tinsley Mortimer, the Real Housewife of New York, saw a picture of her eggs, um, a picture of her frozen eggs, and started crying because she got so emotional about her, like, feeling connected to her eggs. Isn't that interesting? Do you think you would cry at at a picture of your eggs? I've seen a picture. No, I actually was really grossed out. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see I've actually been getting really cosmically angry. I've been feeling really angry because I feel like Battery is not charging. Cool. Love that. I um, I found my computer is about to completely crash. I um, I just feel lately like I want to be a man and I'm sick of everything in my life. Like, why do we, A, why do we have to, why do we have to have kids? Why do you have to be coupled? Why is everyone obsessed with like following the rules? And why is everyone obsessed with doing it by 35? I'm over it. Fuck off. I you wanna, don't have to. You don't I know, have to, but you don't have I, to. that's what people <clears throat> say, but that's what people say, but then it's not even true. For a woman, it is. I feel stuck. I feel stuck. I think there's something about turning 31 that I was like, okay, so what? I'm supposed to like become like a random mom and housewife in the next 10 years? Like, why? Fuck that. I want to do that. I really want to do that. I should be the dad and you can be the mom. I'm sick of this shit. Perfect. I missed two amazing years of what could have been a life, just life affirming time and now i want to have fucking fun and i want to travel and do my thing at more so do that you're 31 and so young as someone i know i'm just feeling mad at, i'm feeling mad at society i was texting with a friend who had a child and she was like i just don't know if i'll feel like an artist again and i was like that fucking blows dick cock and pussy and ass yeah anyways i'm sorry my computer, i want to say sorry to everyone that my computer's gonna die pat might have to finish this episode solo i'll do my anyways, best I didn't think about all that we can keep um, it let's keep it tight do you feel i actually feel hot even though I had a Starbucks breakfast sandwich when I wasn't hungry. Well, I feel hard that I'm like out of bed and I am awake. I am like feeling mentally awake, which I was not sure that I would. Thank you, by the way. Thank um, you so much for doing this early. No, it's good. It's good. It's getting me on the right track. It's getting me on the right track, baby. It's getting me born this way. And mm-hmm. um, I do I feel hot. I don't know. I am awake, but I'm, it's too like early in the day for me to really truly know. I'm a little bit... <clears throat> I have kind of a busy day too. I'm working from <clears throat> my manager, your neighbor's apartment because of I'm uh, squeezing the fitting in during exactly lunch break from work. But oh my god, like, you should come say hi to me after. Well, it's like so tight. Like basically, it's like the fitting theoretically starts at four. My lunch break starts at four, and then it'll. I'm sure it'll. What take time like do you an, finish? Work. Yeah. Eight, but eight, but I'm getting dinner with a friend. Why don't you come to club coming after and see me? Because I'm getting dinner with a friend in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn? Who's your friend you're getting dinner with? That's rude to me. Omar. Dear friend Omar who came up on stage one time at a show. Oh my god, Slay. Shout out. I know. I'm always I'm always like trying to hang out with him and Daniel, who also came up on the show. I love them. It always is my my love. Yeah, I'll Crush of the week. Well, I'm getting really stressed with my computer, but that's just life, I guess. Crush of the week. Mine is dear my dear friend Cam Spence, who 
I basically lived with all summer and I just could not be more in love with her. I think she's the most amazing woman in the world. And I just feel like love is coming her way. And I just want to shout her out and say she's the best. I feel so lucky to have a friend like her. I just love her so much. Yeah, I love her. I haven't seen her since she was like in New York. Like what Living was in her I mean, house was like just complete bliss. Like, it was so fun. I haven't seen her since 2018. 2019. I think I have personally. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I haven't seen her since 2018. I feel it on drugs. I'm not feeling good. <sighs> Um, feeling, crush. going on drugs is an amazing feeling. I have a couple of questions. My one crush is Carol Leifer, who is writing for the show this year, and she, I think, has written for the show in the past, but not um in like the the room that I'm in. And she is this like really funny woman uh, who is, I think, wrote on like Seinfeld and like literally knows Seinfeld, and she's just amazing. so sweet, so funny so um just such a pro and I love to work with her and <clears throat> secondly my crush of the week is many cast members from the 2004 Shonda, uh, 2014 Shondaland hit how to get with how to get away with murder which I'm finally watching the person who plays gay in that show um I did have a big crush on then found out that he is IRL straight but um mm. It's really funny how he is in the show, like, and how they, in that show, treat gay. It's very funny. Like, some of the dialogue, I'm like, this is so crazy. But, like, basically, he was in a fight. He was in a fight with his kind of boyfriend, and he was, like, sorry. So he came over to his, his door. He came over to his door to knock on it and say, I'm sorry. And his, like, boyfriend opens the door, and he's like, I'm sorry, okay? I have feelings for you. And, yeah, I don't know how to do this. And I'm fucking everything up, and I just want to be with you. And the boyfriend like thought about it for a second and then he's like, all right, but tonight I do you. And then pulls them uh, in. Oh, oh, oh no, that's yeah. so crazy. And then also it's like he got, he, he's kind of like a gay slut as his character. So he came to court late one day and his, fr- and his friend slash coworker was like, cause like he was like, oh my God, you were hooking up again last night. And that's why you're late at court it was kind of the vibe. So he was like, oh my God, does your ass get tired? <gasps> And he, <laughs> and he goes, and the guy goes, who says it's my ass? Oh, it's like, so true. But it's like, everybody just shut up about it. About whose ass is um, his. The thing who's about the show is like, it's like Grey's Anatomy. It's like workplace drama, but any character at any point, like all of a sudden can just fully murder someone and you just have to still treat them normal. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, the totally. show is like, our characters might murder and at any given moment. And you need to grow up and get over it get over it that's how it's like in real life and that's <laughs> that is so like how it's adult. like <laughs> and you just have to still treat them like normal characters even though they're fully murderers so that's cool so I've been watching a lot of that and um my also my crush of the week is the gay um the person who plays Wes I have a big crush on um of course Viola I'll always have a crush on and oh my god there's someone who plays Viola's um boyfriend Nate and he's literally the hottest person who's ever been born which is so wow, cool that's awesome yeah yeah so that's really cool to have that and um yeah so those that's are actually Carol Leaper and a collection of cast members from How to Get Away with Murder <laughs> the 2014 Chandelan hit um <laughs> so that's cool that, that's, that's really, really cool, cool. I, I wish I was part of the Chandelan family but not you could be maybe one day I know I need to work towards it harder. 
Maybe this time I'll be lucky. Maybe this time I'll be part of the Shondaland community universe. Maybe this time or the first time. What is this song? It's from Cabaret. Remember when I saw half of of, um, My Fair Lady? (laughs) My Fair Lady in London. That was the worst experience. Because you thought you were seeing you thought you were seeing Hello Dolly. I thought I was seeing Hello Dolly. You thought you were seeing Bette Midler in New York and you were actually seeing Five Her Lady in London. It was so embarrassing how everyone was acting in that play. Oh my God. I wish I could give them a speech. I wish I could give them a speech in a nice way where I'm like, guys, like, don't even think about that. It's a play. Like, just forget that. And <laughs> pretend like there's no such thing as plays and you don't have to be like this, how you're being up there. You can just be normal. I wish I could give I that want speech. To- I want to take a quick second to apologize to the Truth Salute community because my computer is rapidly dying. I'm going to have to sign off. I want to say, are you mad at me, Pat? No, I'm not mad at you whatsoever at all. Um, I'm glad I'm awake. I'm glad you're back in NYC, the town where I live. It's funny to say you're glad I'm back and to be on my street all day and to not make an effort to see me, but it is funny. But it is funny, but it is so it's just a tight because I have to get my wallet. It's just my one brother. of those things. Is it just, would you it's describe it as things. just one of those things? <laughs> it's just one of those things. That is it's one so of those days. helpful. It's one of those days. I'm excited because I have off on Monday. It, it's so interesting to like have a weekday job and like get off on Monday and be like, I have off on Monday and kind of be part of the I have off on Monday community. You know what I mean? Like, because it's Labor <laughs> that is Day. so interesting. Yeah. I'm so excited to this weekend be part of the three day weekend community. Like, I'll see I'll walk holiday? Like, labor day a day oh. that celebrates labor um, you know i'm excited because this weekend i get to babysit lunchbox lunchbox oh is that your brother's dog yeah it is cool <laughs> yeah it actually it, fucking is i want to babysit a real life baby you know, my friend betsy my dear friend betsy has a baby and i'm trying to get the baby used to me a little bit more because the last time <laughs> i saw him i'm used I saw to him, this I can't hear that phrase though. (laughs) Last time I saw him, he was not used. I hear when a baby isn't used to you yet, and it acts like you're the. It acts like you're a psycho killer. Like you (laughs) acts like you're a cast member on How to Get Away with Murder. You know who who was being so used to me this morning, Allison? Allison, I got coffee this morning. Lola was being so used to me. She was jumping up on me. She was used to Lola. Yeah, Lola is an amazing example of someone who's not used to me and like won't get used to me. There she is. She's not being used to you. Yeah, um, she's not using it all. Okay, I want to say more. love, and I want to say light, and I want to say see you soon, and I want to say la 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 la. la. Yeah, and I want to say yes. I love being I love being the Rose and Jarvis of podcasting with you. Yeah, and I'm not mad at you at all. I could never be. You seem so peppy and full of life, and there's light in your eyes, and I want to share that with you. Okay, cool, perfect. <laughs> Okay, bye. And don't forget to enter New York's Biggest Horrors competition. Yeah, please don't forget to submit your entries for New York's Biggest Horror. Again, it could be something like for you could be nominated for forgetting your birth control on a trip to Europe. You could be nominated for spilling the drink water on yourself. You could be nominated for for something like those things or anything else in between. Oh, I think Kevin's gone. Okay, I think my friend is gone. So it's just me now. And so I will say, you guys, thank you for listening. Sorry this was a shorter app, but I think you should know that we recorded it right at the crack of dawn, 8.30 a.m., which is truly an incredible time to record a podcast. And it's 
actually so impressive. And I want to give everyone a little update that um, I don't know if I talked about this, but I had a really bad blister. It's my yesterday was my one week anniversary with my really bad blister. I have some images of it that will shock and appall you. And finally, yesterday, I was able to complete the cycle on having a blister by finally, for the first time since getting it one week ago from yesterday, wearing the shoes that gave me it and living to tell the tale. So if you are someone who supports my work, who supports my athletic journey, um, then I think you should celebrate this small but important victory of my blister being pretty much healed. And um, my, knee is <clears throat> my knee is a little sore today, That's but I'm Catherine's like, right now Catherine's being like at the end of a horror movie where the killer is dead, but he pops back up for one last scare. Catherine's being like that right now because she's kind of frozen, but it's not clear she's still alive. And then kind of Nev, Nev Campbell type shoots, shoots her right in the head and says something really sassy, like not this time, not this time, stay dead is what I'm doing to my friend Catherine. Oh, you there? Catherine? Wow, that was crazy. Did you hear what I was saying? No, my computer completely shut down. I did an amazing solo two minutes about my bus start. It was incredible. That's, um, thank you for right. doing that. Of course. Um, bye. All right. So bye, you guys. Seek treatment if you're boring.